Motown Phillies back again. Doing a little East Coast swim. Oh, hey, what's up? Yo, I'm not on the ground this week. Hey, you're upright. Yes, sir. Working your way back up. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I feel great. I feel great. Yeah, your arm is back attached. You're feeling pretty good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything is attached now. You know, the blood's flowing and everything. Good. Everything yeah, yeah. Good. Everything is all good. It was a little worrying. I'm not going to lie. You were laid the fuck up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was hilarious. <laughs> Man, Immediately down for the count. But I'm glad you're upright. Glad you're feeling good. <laughs> Immediately down for the A count. <laughs> yeah, that was, I felt bad. That was a, a rough spot for you. You made it happen. We didn't miss a beat, but Mm-mm. I could tell you were uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I was sleeping on the ground for like the whole week. D- damn. Like, yeah. So, just for like the hard floor, like just feeling good on your back, or like was it like a you yeah, just, just for get to your bed, just for the added support. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. Normally, when I have back problems, back issues, back pain, whatever it is, I tend to sleep on the ground. Um, sure. So oh, if anyone out there is having back problems, specifically lower back pain, try to sleep on the ground for a night or three. Absolutely. That's yeah. actually very good for your back if you can stomach it. That's not what I meant to say. It's good for your back if your back can handle it. If you can stomach it. Wow. If you and that's can, without if whiskey. Your back can handle it. Now it's if you can handle it. If you can handle it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no matter what I was going to say, I was in a rat trap there. We're just going to move on from that shit. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Well, how was your week, sir? Um, So far, it's been it's been pretty slow motion. Uh. I remember a few months ago, I remember mentioning to you that I was going to start like a voiceover uh, business and I just got it up and running today. Oh, shit. Tell yeah, me more. Sorry. Tell me more. Um, so, yeah, uh, I was recording my demos today. So basically what I did was I went online and searched for um, commercials that already came out and things of that nature. Yeah. So I picked one from Gatorade, picked one from Trojan. I picked another one from Disney Plus. Um, okay. Yeah. Interesting combo. Yeah. You know, I try to diversify my my genres. You know what I mean? Yes, absolutely. So, so yeah, I was recording that. Um, sent it to my little brother. He edited it for me. Posted it up. Um, I think I'm just waiting for them to review my tax documents. And then mm. after that, I should be good to go once I get cleared. Hell um, yeah. Uh, I put it up on a site called Fiverr. So I've heard uh, of Fiverr. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh, people would actually go and search for whatever talent they're looking for. And so it's a it's a pretty solid platform. Let's see where it goes. Um, just like a little side hustle for now. I like it, man. I think you'd be really fucking good at that, too. Hey, well, that's what I think. So, hey, we'll see, man. We'll see. We'll see what this this brings me. Absolutely. Got to try, yeah. man. Like we said, nothing ventured, nothing gained. Right. So. Exactly. This is this has been our year of manifesting shit and and being about it instead of just talking about it all the fucking time. So yeah. that's where the podcast came from. So why not fucking spread your wings and fly, bro? Absolutely, man. I appreciate it, man. I'm I'm trying to venture out and do all that I can. I even uh, messaged uh, your brother Hakeem. Oh man, that's, I want to hit maker acting shit too. Yeah, so I hit him He's, up. Do it, man. Can, yeah, so. Man, That'd be dope. Yeah, and he's somebody who is very well connected now. So, he, you know, like I say all the time, very fucking proud of everything he's accomplished so far, everything I know he's going to be doing. So if you're, yeah. you know, scrapping his brain and trying to get what he's doing, you couldn't do any better than that, man. I'm telling you. Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. I, I definitely agree, man. It's uh, 
It's been, you know, people, God puts people in your life for a certain reason. You know what I mean? Woo! You never lie, man. So, you know, the world is connected. We're all one. So, yeah. Know? And getting smaller by the day, let me tell you. Just by the day. The, just in the last like week, I won't get into details, but like a few people that we have run into, we found are connected through other people that were like two completely different universes. And we're like, how the fuck do you guys know each other? Then <laughs> they go way back. And it's just like, damn, you just, just never know the, the connections not be- being made even with you, but just in your realm of reality, just your circles and your people. You never know how people are connected just deep in the roots. So it's fucking yeah. cool when it happens. No, absolutely. Like, even when I found out that you were Hakeem's brother. See? I was like, what the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> I went to school like, with him. <laughs> totally random, right? Like, that's just, that's some crazy shit. So, mm-hmm. and look where it's gotten us today. So, it's, man, you're right. They get put in your life for various reasons, and sometimes they're not very evident. Sometimes they are. I love when it's evident right away, but it's even more fun when it's like, oh, man, where'd that connection come a- from? Yeah. Yeah, where it just kind of grows into it. That's fucking dope, man. Good luck with that. Is that a Dreamville shirt? You know Yeah, boy. Sorry, that was very no. ADD of me, but I noticed that D. I was like, <laughs> pause. Not <Yes>. that D. <laughs> oh, my God. It's going to be one of those fucking episodes, dude. Here's another pause moment. Here's the back. Right. There you go. Here's the back. Nice. Nice. Here's the back. <laughs> <laughs> one of those episodes where I'm going to be saying a lot of stupid shit without thinking. And there we go. But that specific cursive letter D, that's what screamed Dreamville to me. So I was like, oh, but that was a ADD moment in my opinion. So I apologize. But yes, sir. Had to call that out. Shout out to the one, J. Cole. The one, the prophet himself. As for my week, I mean, I mentioned before that we had that stupid drunken purchase to go to the Dells. So that trip ended up happening this (laughs) past weekend. And, you know, it's a nice time. You know, I went for a couple of days. And for those of you who do not live in Wisconsin, the Wisconsin Dells is about an hour, hour and a half up north from the Milwaukee area, big metro city like that. And that is a very hot tourist spot that's home to some of the world's largest water parks. Big time, touristy, kid-friendly, family-oriented vacation spot. I mean, it's it's gorgeous. Everywhere you go, it's, you know, little cutesy shops you can get, like, saltwater taffy from. And there's, like, other places where you can go to a haunted house and ride, you know, a boat through a fucking haunted river and shit. There's so much to do. So my family and I love going there every fucking year. We always find something cool to do. They're always adding new shit. I just read about an hour ago they're adding, like, America's tallest water slide to this area, I think, coming next year. So another reason to go if you're getting a thrill ride like me, but. This time was a little more low key. Just uh, staying in a you know decent hotel, nice pool. I had a hot tub. Fucking finally, mm. not enough hotels have hot tubs. Just putting that out there. But to me, there's nothing better than having a hot tub in a hotel on mm-hmm. a weekend where there's not a lot of people staying there. So you get kind of the hot tub to yourself, maybe one other person. Mm-hmm. And the pool is only like three feet deep, so like I don't have to worry about the kids so much. They know how to swim just fine, but like you don't have to monitor them just. Let them go crazy. So we were very relaxed. And they had Game Show Network. Boom. So you know I was fucking happy. Steve Harvey all weekend. <laughs> that was, that's just great. I oh, I make no apologies for it. I fucking love game shows, bro. He said Steve Harvey the whole week. <laughs> the whole weekend. And the family knows that's where I stand with it. So I get no complaints. Everyone just lets me have my Steve Harvey. I need my shit. Oh, yes. Also, uh, speaking of game shows, 
rest in peace to the one and only Bob Barker. Oh, my Late God. host of The Price is Right. My absolute GOAT game show host. I adored that man. I grew up with that man. So shout out to him. Rest in peace, baby. 99 years young. Left this earth still way too soon because I do a gem. I want to put that out. Uh, but anyway, yeah, just uh, we spent some time in some water parks, had some free passes to Chula Vista. That was kind of fucking dope because that by itself saved me like at least 200 bucks. Thank you <laughs> to that hotel I won't even name. But <laughs> I will say there was one moment this past weekend that I definitely failed as a father. And it's not even a long story, but like, you know, Chula Vista is a very nice indoor water park. It's got some outdoor stuff too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lazy River, really fucking cool water slides. And again, not a busy yeah. weekend because I'm expecting this coming holiday weekend to be fucking crazy up there. So I'm yeah. glad we went last weekend. So not a lot of long lines for any of the slides we went on. So we were just running through shit. My kids are going crazy. <laughs> and one thing that happened, Lazy River, again, you're talking like two feet of water and you're just kind of floating through it. Fucking love that shit as a dad. But the wife and I were just like, we're getting fucking worn out. So we sat down at a table and the kids just wanted to keep going. And they're like, oh, let's go back in the lazy river and let's, you know, just a few more times around. And he said, okay, fine. Fuck it. Like, where else are you going to (laughs) go? Not 10 minutes after we sit down, Sydney runs up to to Rachel, my wife, and kind of goes, and she's just sobbing. And I go, oh, shit, what happened? And she goes, oh, well, something with some kids accidentally like bumped me and I flipped into the river and I hit my head on the, the river floor. And, I, and here's where I failed as a dad. So I was like, oh, shoot. You know, she's just crying and stuff. I'm like, okay, it's going to be okay. And then she, like, looks at me and, like, I see the her head and there is just a fucking golf ball just swollen up on her forehead. And the part where I failed was my fucking face. Because when you're a dad, <laughs> when you're a dad, you are supposed to be the face of calm in a storm. You're supposed to be the guy not panicking. If her if her nose was off her face, I was supposed to be like, it's gonna be okay. It's cool. But when she showed me that golf ball, my initial face, I'm sure was something like <laughs> like jaw wide open. It was a massive knot. And I was like, holy fuck. So like we ran and got ice. And she's fine. Everybody, the swelling went down. She's still beautiful. Everything's cool. No, not even a scar. It's fine. But literally, where she hit, I was like, "Oh my fucking god!" Like <laughs> her nose might as well have been off her fucking face. And he that said, was, he was said, the face I made. Turn to look at me. <laughs> yeah, I was, like, <laughs> I was like, "Holy shit!" So, <laughs> so yeah, I failed. I failed miserably. I had to kind of like rewind. Like, babe, it's okay. It's just fine. Let's just ice it. The swelling will go down. No, I saw no the look on your face. Yeah, Fuck that's this it. Shit. And I can tell because she was like, she was calming down. As soon as she saw my face, she started back up again. And I was like, oh, that's my fucking fault. Oh, I messed that up. So I, this is where having a very expressive face and giant eyebrows like me and giant eyes when I pop out of my head like this, that's where it bites you in the dick, dude. So <laughs> for parents out there, be calm, even if they're gushing blood. Stay calm. Because if you don't stay calm, they're like dogs. If you're not calm, they're not calm. So <laughs> that's a lesson for you too, sir. For you and your future eight children you're trying to have. <laughs> Ocho. Ocho. It is going to be an endless supply of injuries to your children. Because that's what kids do. They get scraped and bumped and bruised. That's what they do. You got to be 
Mr. Calm, Mr. Free. Did you not see me last week? I get nicked <laughs> and dinged up too. So <laughs> exactly. And I know and I know she and I won't say it out loud. I know she gets it from Rachel because Rachel bruises like a peach and she's super fucking clumsy. So like she will like bump her elbow just randomly on something, and that shit will be a basketball for two weeks. And I'm like, how? How? That was the <laughs> the easiest little nick I've ever seen. And she will balloon up. I always tell Rachel, I'm like, you better make sure cops never fucking check you because they're going to think I'm beating you. And it's not because I'm doing anything. It's because of how like easily she bruises. Like she'll sneeze and she'll have like a chest bruise. I'm like, what the? No, I'm exaggerating a bit here. But like, I know that's where that shit comes from because I scar, but like, I'm pretty fucking tough. Like she, she's got her mom's fair skin. So yeah, that shit was. It's like, oh no. Now that was not the only head injury that happened. So we were outside. <laughs> We went to the, like the water slides outside, which is a giant fucking mistake because it was like 65 degrees at that point. So I was fucking freezing. But anyway, so the kids are going crazy, going up and down the giant water slides. And you know, there's that one slide where it's a really deep decline and then it slides up like a bowl and you kind of mm. slide back into the middle and come off. Cool. So Sully goes on that. He has a time of his life. And he goes, Dad, get on this with me. And I'm like, oh, shit. Okay, fine. Like, I'm not going to be that dad. It <laughs> says no. All right, let's do it. And my fat ass gets up there. And, you know, I'm the bigger ones. They put me on the back of the raft. That's how they do that. Yes, yeah, person yeah, raft. Yeah, yeah. Kids got to go first. So we go flying down. Now, again, this thing looks much easier to handle from the ground. But when you're up there, <laughs> pretty fucking daunting. And I ain't no bitch. Don't get me wrong. I, I took it like a champ. But on that fucking steep ass decline, I literally felt like my cheeks like... <laughs> And then my, <laughs> the back of my head smacked the actual, like, slide. Just <laughs> on the way down. Like, so we're going a solid 30, 40 miles per hour. And my head busted the back. So the fact where we got the thing, I was like, I might have a mild concussion. <laughs> I might be out for three weeks. <laughs> right. Like, this was one of those things where, and uh, you know me, I'm trying not to be a hypochondriac, bro. I swear. It's one of my biggest things internally is... I am such a WebMD guy. I am such a look up your symptoms right away guy. So <laughs> as soon as we got off, he's going, yeah, that was fucking awesome. He didn't say fucking. I added that part. But <laughs> in my head, I'm like, should I go to the hospital? Like, I'm not bleeding. It was a tiny bump. But I'm watching too much Grey's Anatomy, like I mentioned weeks ago. So I'm like, I'm going to be that 1% dude who gets a tiny bump on the back of his fucking head. And doesn't do anything about it. It's, it's, yeah. And then all of a sudden I have an aneurysm like two weeks later. Like I'm that guy. <laughs> and I know it's crazy because I barely hit it. But I was just like, I feel a little woozy, just like a smidge. But I also could have been hungover. So it was one of those things where I'm like, do I want to go to the hospital for being hungover? Probably not. <laughs> so <laughs> we, we went to the whole thing. I'm fine, everybody. But there was that <laughs> maybe hour, two hours where I was like silently looking up symptoms and panicking a little bit. Because I am a crazy person on the inside. So, like, wait, is my vision blurred? Yeah, literally. I was like, <laughs> Dude, does, does my mouth taste funny? What does that smell? Am I smelling pennies? Is that food? What is, is wrong the world with me? spinning? Right. Am I lightheaded? Am I right. good? <laughs> exactly. All of that was going through my head. And outside, I'm just like, who wants a snow cone? Like, I'm trying to be like cool about it. So, yeah, a lot of head injuries, but a lot of fun is the moral hey, of the story. They go hand in hand. Especially on family trips. It's all <laughs> it's all in the cards. It's, it's all in the circle of life. Cards. Yes. So before we start the show, 
I wanted to address one small sports story before we get into the meat and potatoes of tonight's broadcast. And mm. I mentioned to you before, and I'm sure most people know about this now, but for those of you who don't read a lot of sports news, we're going to help you out. There's a man named Noah Lyles, huh? who we all know as an amazing Olympian. He is a sprinter. He won three gold medals uh, mm-hmm. in this year's world championships. He won a bronze uh, in Tokyo 2020. Uh, he just won the 200 meter at the World Athletics Championship. So this guy is a fucking baller. He is a tremendous athlete. And news came out, I believe a few days ago, where they asked him after he won the 200 meter just about the status of American sports and certain champions in those sports. And out of nowhere, which I was like, the f- where the fuck did that come from? Out of nowhere, he goes right after the NBA. And I'm going to read to you what he wrote. I'm sorry, what he said. And most people kind of just freaked out of what the hell is he talking about? And he goes, I have to watch the NBA finals and they have world champion on their heads. World champion of what? The United States? Don't get me wrong. I love the U.S. at times, but that ain't the world. We are the world. We have almost every country out here fighting and thriving and putting on a flag to show that they are represented. There ain't no flags in the NBA. So I wanted to get your opinion on this interesting take that NBA champions shouldn't be considered world champions because they're an American basketball association, apparently. What do Uh, you think about what he said? Now, I I understand where he's coming from. Mm -hmm. I think his delivery was just a little off. I would agree with that. Um, but short answer, do I agree with what he's saying? Hell no. Let me explain why. why. So as of October 18th, 2022, so as of last season, there were 120 international players from 40 different countries in the NBA. Mm. And mind you, the best talent in the world plays in the NBA. Bingo. The best talent in the world world plays in the NBA. So Serbia, like they got... Luka Don, uh, not Luka. They got Jokic, the best player in the world right now. The, the, NBA the best champion. player in the world. That's yeah. all. Okay. Cool. Cool. He plays in the NBA. Yeah. So Let's theoretically, him. so theoretically speaking, if we were to have some type of world tournament, he would play for the Denver Nuggets and not for his Serbian club team. Boom. So the rest of his guys over in Serbia that play for that club team, they're not in the NBA. No. They're not in the NBA for a reason. Exactly. They don't have NBA talent. It's a waste of time to have the NBA players and teams play against those club teams because they're going to get destroyed anyways. Thank you. So, so yeah, uh, I think the NBA champions have a right to call themselves world champions. Mm. Um, I'll take it a step further. The last three NBA champions, three, let's go back three years, have had at least one player of foreign descent be a huge contributor for their teams. Mm. I'll start with the Denver Nuggets. Yes. Jokic, not born from the, not born in the US, like I said, he's from Serbia. And Jamal Murray, who's Canadian. Oh, well, look at that. Oh, so the top two players of the team. Oh, okay. One's from Canada, one's from fucking across the sea. So I don't I don't know, man. Mm. Uh, mm. Okay, the year before that, Golden State. Andrew Wiggins, he's from Canada. That's Canada. He played a big role in Golden State winning that championship. That's right. And then the year before that, Milwaukee. Giannis. Oh, where's oh. he from? Where's he from? I'm guessing not America. No, Atetekumpo. You tell me where that's from. No, 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 no. Now that's just the last three years. I can go back uh, another year 
if we're skipping the L.A. Lakers in the little bubble, we skip sure. them. We go, we go to the Toronto Raptors, and they had Pascal Siakam. So, mm. and Mark Gasol and Serge Ibaka. So, mm. right. So, also, you know that was the Toronto Raptors. Toronto that won that championship. So, you know, so, <laughs> also not American. Wow, same dude. continent, not American. So, it is the best basketball league in the world. The, in the best world. players from the planet Earth go to play in the NBA. Now, the difference I'm putting out there is what if we're talking about soccer? Sure, that is a global sport where practically every country in the world plays against each other in a giant million-time-over tournament. I get that. Not everything needs to be that scale to still be considered a world champion. If all the best are coming to the NBA, which is a global brand that everyone around the world knows and acknowledges as the number one basketball basketball league in the world, of course the world champion. That makes total sense. Now, his argument, like you said, I I understand the sentiment. I think his words were wrong. Like, even if he was like, mm, maybe baseball and MLB, they're called the World Series, but yeah. it's like, maybe, maybe I could see his point. And it's just because yeah. the level of baseball in a few other countries is almost as good as the ML- as MLB. There's, yeah. I would still argue the same thing as like, normally, if you're the best player in China, you're still coming to play in the in MLB. Like, that's yeah, still yeah. That's your goal. world that's recognized. Your goal. That's the yeah. goal. You are a kid, grow up wanting to play MLB. Like, that's just how it goes. Don't be mad that America houses some of the best talent in sports in the world. Yes. But that is not a point you should be trying to that's not a hill to die on, bro. Like no. who's that really offending if they're calling themselves world champions? I don't get why you would stake your claim onto that one being your argument, but like Yeah. If you had an argument for like who is a rival when it comes to it, like if we're talking about like UFC, like seeing a, you're a world champion. There's, you know, there's quite a few other places to fight in the world that might rival UFC. But honestly, that's still the premier brand. So you Absolutely. call them world champions, and you already know UFC. That's all international. The whole fucking thing is international. Yeah. Like, if anything, the American fighters are probably some of the worst ones. Like, I'm just being Absolutely real. Absolutely true. Like- <laughs> just look at all the champions right now. Right. Who's from America? Couldn't tell you. Like. most of those motherfuckers who are the top class are well away from america so outside of john jones just that's about it (laughs) that's about all you got and even he's a little wakandan so like (laughs) i'm just saying like weird hill to die on bro a lot of it it. yeah man there's just there's no competition that rivals these sports and these leagues so I don't see a problem calling themselves world champions. Like 100% agree. Until um, you pull another league that rivals American leagues like that, then I could see your argument. But until then, there that doesn't exist. We can take it another step further. We can look mm. at the Olympics. Okay. Woo! Um, In the pro era, since 1992, remember the Olympics are played every four years, right? Quattro. Every four years. Quattro. Since 1992. The U.S. has gold medals in the years of 1992, 1996, 2000, lost in 2004. They didn't get a gold medal then, but they still placed. Uh, 2008, 2012, 2016, and 2020. Mm. So who's been dominating basketball overall? The players in the NBA? Yep, yep, yep. They've been dominating the world. Uh, mind you, the last, 
I'll take the last four championship years, 08 to 2020. Mm. I'm pretty sure not the best players are playing on Team USA. Nope. Remember nope. Uh, last, uh, in 2020, everyone was saying, that team is trash. Mm, yeah. Yeah. They still won gold. They still got it. (laughs) What are you going to do, bro? Like, we can't help it that they all kind of stem from here. Like, sorry, bro. They either come from here or they come here to play. Like, Exactly. The U.S. dominates the game of basketball. Right. And that's just the way it is. That's how it's always been. Get over it, bro. So, again, yeah, I see where he's coming from, but I think that was just a weird argument. And, unfortunately... He's probably not going to live that one down for a while. Let him just focus on him running and getting more of those fucking gold medals. And, bro, like, you run for USA. So just keep representing the country. Do what you got to do. Hold on. Real quick. Mm. He doesn't run for USA. Let's make that. He runs for himself. You're, you're right. You're <laughs> you know absolutely I mean? right. You're absolutely so, right. Like, he runs for himself. I. You are absolutely right. <laughs> so, like, when you play an individual sport and you criticize, you know, uh, uh, a group of players that play a team sport. Yes. There's kind of levels to this. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Um, so I, I don't think it's too, I don't know. I think he, 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 in my opinion, he fucked himself. Yeah. He, he kind of fucked his reputation a little right. bit. Uh, that, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Just, it was just so out of left field. It was just kind of like, yeah. Oh, that's a weird argument to randomly make to somebody who will listen to you. Cool. Like, yeah, you're wrong, but that's, in America, you can have your own opinion. Just saying, yeah. just putting that out there. And I'm not yeah. somebody who's like a Ooh, America defender, but this was just more of like a the fuck are you going on about, bro? Yeah, <laughs> it's one of those high ass moments where he was definitely not smoking, but maybe he should have been. Yeah, maybe Shakari Richardson should have hit him up and like, hey, let's, oh, let's, let's smoke real quick. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Don't Shikari, even give me time on Shakari, dude, because she Shakari, 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 Shakira, Shakira. Yeah, yeah, the point is she's amazing too, and I don't want to get into all that shit because what happened to her was absolute trash. So fuck that shit, blow that shit, there, girl. Fuck that shit, right? Like keep blowing that shit. That's why you keep winning. That should have never fucking like besmirched her record ever. But that will get me fired up for a whole different reason, and we're keeping it peaceful today. Peaceful, peaceful. Yes, Mm. yes. So uh, should we, you know. Start the show, sir. Let's play some music and then talk about some football. I would love to talk about some football today. All right. All right. Oh, let's go. One, two, three. So welcome back, people. We missed you. Where you been? How you how you living? You doing? How's your family? How your kids? How's your wife? How's your sister? He's always gonna be at your sister. <laughs> Every time he's gonna ask about her until you give that number. <laughs> Do people give numbers anymore? I meant to ask you this before. Oh, in, in the dating world. In the dating yes. world. When I was growing up, it was about <laughs> getting digits. You know, so long ago in my wooden rickety chair, I could tell the story about how we used to go and try to find phone numbers. Uh, you know, write down a little piece of paper and and hit somebody up and try to get that girl to go on a date, all that shit. Uh, courtship has changed quite a lot. But as a quick side note, I want to know, do people still ask for digits or is it more like DMs? Um, Oh, your face was guilty as shit 
right away. <laughs> what did you do? <laughs> I was just going to say, no, I just started laughing because I thought about it like I, for myself because, you know, I, I like to give personal experience, right? Of course. And I of thought course. about it like, damn, I haven't asked for a number in so long. I don't think anybody does anymore, right? But the thing is, like, it's not like I haven't gotten them. I just never right. had to, like, really. The times I've gotten numbers, I never really had to work for them. If I'm being completely honest. <laughs> kind of just fell on my lap. Wow. There's that superpower um, again. But no, that, that's not, no, I, I just get blessed. All right? I just get blessed. blessed. That's what he calls it. Bless. Yeah. So um, there, there, I, I'd say there's levels to this. As always. So if you have, like, uh, if you have her on uh, Facebook. No, no, no. Okay. I got to start lower. If you have her on Snapchat, him or her, if you have him or her on Snapchat, sure. you guys are strictly fuck buddies, strictly sneaky links. <laughs> um, nothing serious. Okay. Let me tell you why. Because, okay. you know, shit disappears on Snapchat. Absolutely. So that's why. As long as you don't save the messages. If if a mo- let, let me watch oh. my language. <laughs> if, if a woman were to save my messages on Snapchat, on Snapchat, I'm done talking to her. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, when Snapchat first came out, I thought that was the only reason for it, was just to be sneaky. Exactly, exactly. (laughs) Dick pics and news, they all disappear. That's it. That was the whole point. When you get screenshotted, it lets you know you get screenshotted. You know what I'm saying? That's right. That's That's the whole point of Snapchat. Mm. Um, Now, if you have them on, like, Facebook or Instagram, okay, now you in the game. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're getting consistent minutes. You know what I'm saying? It it could lead (laughs) to getting a starting role, a, a starring role. You know what I mean? Sure, sure. Okay. But man, if you get them digits, you in that hoe. You like you, you are in <laughs> that hoe. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I'm kind of seeing what you mean. Like, I was thinking about it backwards. Like digits were like if you ask someone for their digits, like they think you're immediately a grandpa. So you're saying digits mm. are like actually the pinnacle of yes. what you can achieve yes. to get in there. Absolutely. Interesting. It so now it's like, oh, let method. me get you. Let me get you on Snapchat. Oh, let me get you on IG. Oh, let me get right. you on. The, you know what I'm saying? That shows and then you how you work your way from there. Yes. Yes. Interesting. I never thought about that before. Yeah. I mean, I never had to, but like, hey, that's weird how it's become it's a fucking that. headache. It's a fucking headache. I can only imagine, and that's all I want to do is imagine it, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, because nobody wants these problems right now. Like. So with like the strippers, you got like were those digits or was that like <laughs> it's crazy? Okay, strippers, it was numbers. It was numbers. Okay, it was numbers. Crazy. Um, <laughs> but most of the women I I begin to talk to normally I talk to them on Instagram. Mm, I mean, okay, Instagram, Instagram's probably one, and then Facebook's probably two. You know, I've never actually spoken to anybody on Instagram. It's I've never even knew that was a, a feature. I thought it was just. Photos. That's it. I've barely I scratched the surface of Instagram. <laughs> I don't do I don't do that sneaky link shit no more. So I don't uh, I don't have a reason for Snapchat. Gotcha. Um, so <laughs> yeah, I'll be on Instagram. Okay. That's fair. See that's that's just old ass me just not understanding the full potential of social media and being completely okay with that. No, yeah. Hey, you're in a great position, man. You you got a wife, you got kids, you, you're in a great position. <laughs> I'm pretty I'm sure you are. Right. So. <laughs> don't yeah, don't come the... back down. Don't come back down here. That's never Please happening, no. sir. That's never no. happening. So all my brothers out there that are married, take it, whatever. Do not come back down here. No. Nope. Please do not come back down here. There's no more. There... I am here for all of us. You don't need to be here. 
enjoy your married taking life with the kids, having nice dinners with the in-laws and all that, yeah. having trips and shit, getting drunk with them, whatever. Enjoy mm. that shit. Mm. All of it. I wouldn't trade any of it for the world, man. It's mm-hmm. pretty fucking great on this level. Mm-hmm. I, I, know, I know. I know. Wow. Well, that's good to know. I just, I literally had it in the back of my head, and I was like, I should ask him. Like, because every time I say digits, I feel like I'm 80 years old. I'm like, <laughs> I don't think that's what kids do anymore, and I should probably figure that out so I don't sound like an idiot. You know, but <laughs> yeah, no, the the word digits is not used as often. Oh, is there a new no. slang for that? No, it's just number. It's just number. Oh, yes, yeah, number line. <laughs> Uh, yeah, following. I like how we go into the future with some of this slang, and then some of it's just coming back to like the 70s. You're like, oh no, we just what is it? Phone? Okay, number. Here's what it is. It, well, that's what, it, that's what that's what slang used to be. It was just like, this is what it is. It just describes what it is. Yeah. It, like, instead of like, it's called a joint because it's a joint. Like, <laughs> like there was no real, like, you don't have to think too much about what it meant. If you heard the word joint, you're like, oh, I know what that is. Like, that's all it was. Now it's like, I don't know. Some of the slang I hear now, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I didn't know a glizzy was a hot dog until <laughs> six weeks ago. What'd you think it was? Honestly, I thought it was like a blowjob. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, like, like if you came on someone's face, I thought you were like dropping glizzies on their face. And I was like, <laughs> oh, okay. And then I think it was when we talked about the throat goat, Joey Chestnut, and you said something like putting glizzies down his throat. And my head was like, I don't <laughs> think that's what he was doing, but okay. And then I had to look it up. I was like, oh, he meant hot dogs. Okay, cool. So, (laughs) (laughs) oh, thank God. (laughs) Literally, I was like, oh, what am I missing? Just keep, like, I didn't, you didn't see my face change. I was like, just keep talking. Don't react to glizzies because you have no idea what that means. It sounds like a glazed donut, which is what they called that back in my day when you did come on someone's face called a glazed donut. But (laughs) I digress. That is some. You call him a glazed donut. Early make a ring around their forehead. <laughs> I mean, I'm not speaking from experience. I'm just speaking from locker room talk back in high school. That's all I'll say about that. So I am learning slang as we go here. It's very educational on this show. This is the Bank Bro Show, in case you guys were wondering. I am still Siege without the glizzy shit. That guy is Ryan, but he is upright, so we can't call him Kate Winslet anymore. I'm sorry. That was a one-week <laughs> thing only. The Titanic sank. Jack, I'll never let go. She let go so fucking fast. She let go so fucking fast. That's how I knew bitches was a shit. That's how we do. That's set the whole thing off, ladies and gentlemen. For all the women out there who think that guys don't trust you, blame Kate Winslet. It started with her. That's where it's what happened to Jack? What happened to Jack CJ? He died. He died. Frozen. Cold. Drowned. Off of that That's pussy. Look- God damn. Right. That's all. He died for it, man. <sighs> Another fallen soldier. He only got to hit it twice in that movie, too, if I recall correctly. That's just... Twice and draw her butt naked. Oh, right? Like- he was the creator of hentai. <laughs> <laughs> That's so wrong. <laughs> My dog, no, Jack. She's white, bro. You can't draw white hentai. That, that's not a thing. Oh, my God. I know it is, but oh, my God. We digress. Holy shit. The point is, that's why we don't trust anybody. It's because of Kate Winslet. But in the meantime, <laughs> this is still your sports show, and we are still your host for the week. So buckle up, folks. 
because we are marching towards my favorite time of the year, and that is football season. It is so close. I can taste it. I can feel it. I can smell it in the air. Oh, I don't even know what it smells like. It's just like beauty. It smells like beauty. It smells like freshly cleaned pussy just laid on the bed. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Right back into it. Oh, my God. So with that being said and that sentiment, wow, that's quite a picture we're painting over here. I did want to touch one last time on what we talked about last week, which was the trade Lance debacle and the 49ers and the fact that that trade has been completed and the ramifications for it. Uh, Trey Lance was traded as we speculated he would be after becoming QB three for San Francisco. They ended up trading him to of all teams, the Dallas Cowboys, which who the fuck saw that one coming out of all the teams we were talking about. I never once thought Dallas is in the running mostly because Jerry Jones has publicly sucked off Dak Prescott his entire fucking career. So (laughs) I would say even including last week, I'm pretty sure Jerry Jones is like, we are prime and ready to go, and Dak is our guy, and we're going to march for it. Yeah, and I'm not saying this trade is changing that narrative anytime soon. However, it's an interesting move. It's an interesting spot for someone like Trey Lance, and I don't know if this is necessarily him learning from Dak because not the greatest teacher, just to be quite honest about that. His track record speaks for itself. But I, I feel this trade was abysmal for the Niners, and I want to get your opinion on that. But essentially, since we we dissected the entire trade package that happened with the Niners trading three first-round picks and everything that included with the other teams, like the Dolphins and the Cowboys picking up Micah Parsons and the, excuse me, burping into the microphone here, and the elite players that ended up occurring for those teams because of this Trey Lance dance and song, three first-round picks and a third, mind you, only to end up with a fourth-round pick at the That's an insanely stupid idea that, in my opinion, ranks as one of the worst of all time. Now, I don't want to get into his fit with the Cowboys yet. Just on that note, I want to see what you thought about getting a fourth round for what used to be a first round pick just a couple years ago. Yeah, um, it's clear to see that the 49ers have no idea what they're doing with their quarterback situation. Um, They had a guy who was winning games in Jimmy Garoppolo. Yep, yep. They went to the Super Bowl with them. Uh, they ended up drafting, traded up all them picks. All those picks. Went number three to take their guy, Trey Lance. That's right. And then a draft later, with the last pick in that draft, a pick that they didn't have to trade for, <laughs> they take their starting quarterback. Yep. <laughs> Mr. Irrelevant. So, yes, uh, the 49ers uh, fucked themselves. This is the Mitchell Trubisky uh, ramifications because the Bears fucked themselves by trading with the Niners. Oh, so now the Niners are catching the end of that karma and fucking themselves by trading or quarterback. Um, Yeah, I mean, honestly, I love to see it. Uh, (laughs) No love lost for the Niners. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I don't have I don't have anything against the Niners. I, I have something against all the teams in the NFL that have been considered dynasties. So the Cowboys, yes. the Packers, the Niners, the Patriots, fuck them all. All of them. All, all of them. them. Um, so yeah, uh, the Niners got fucked. Uh, <laughs> if I was them, <laughs> I never would have made the trade. I would have tried to make it work with Trey Lance. I would have seen how he worked out this year. 
I never would have labeled him as my third QB because that just is fucking disrespectful stupid and disrespectful. Because it's like, since you labeled him your third quarterback, teams know, oh, okay, they're trying to get rid of him. So we're going to lowball yep. him. That's why all you got was a fucking fourth. <clears throat> it's crazy <clears throat> how the <throat> smartest offensive minds in football can also be the dumbest. Whoo, preach, 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 preach. Because how can you evaluate every other position, top tier, best in the world, but you can't get the most important position on the field right? And you're supposed to get be an it. offensive mastermind. You right. and your fucking dad. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yes. So what sense does that fucking make? None to me, sir. I don't understand it. And like you said, if it's me, at least give him one more year to be the guy. We understand last year was a blip. He got injured. You went with Purdy. Fine. What's the harm in letting there's, him be at least a QB2? or just none. None. Like, why get rid of him that fucking easily for essentially a can of Coke, especially considering everything you gave up for him and all the elite players that were taking with those picks end up with a fourth that you know is barely going to make your fucking team whenever you draft them next year. What was the point? And now you're stuck with Purdy and Darnold, of all people. Like, who the fuck saw that coming? You know what Sam Darnold can do, and it ain't much. And I, as much as I'm a big Purdy guy, is he a Super Bowl winner? Uh, I mean, I would argue with that team, anybody could be, but he's not a surefire thing either. So and you, you just made a great point. With that team, anybody can be. So what's the harm with Trey Lance? Exactly. The guy who's been on your team learning the playbook for the last three years. Like, what's the problem? Why can't he just sit there and hold a clipboard for a little bit? At worst, Purdy gets hurt. You throw Lance back in there, he shows you something. Like, why cough him up now? I just, I don't get, and this this timeline they gave, because it was it was over just like that. It was quick. Same thing with Jonathan Taylor, who, by the way, is staying with Indy. Boom, deadline came and went. They found nothing for him, and he's staying with Indy. Great job, everyone included. Wow, you guys are stupid. But yes, with Purdy and Lance, I don't see how you just don't let him sit and keep learning. And at the worst, if if Purdy doesn't work out, you have a four-year vet who's been only with your team. Only with lot, your team. There's a lot worse options out there. You're, you're going to end up fucking paying Andy Dalton one of these fucking days. You keep on. You're going to fucking get Mariota. Right. I'm sure Mike Glennon still wants a job. Do you want to walk on the wild side? Because the Bears did that shit with both those quarterbacks. And look what the fuck happened to us. We're a <laughs> laughing stock. Do you want to be a laughing stock, Niners? I know you don't. Your team is so much better than this. But you need the quarterback to be secured. And ooh, this was a fucking mess overall. Yeah. Overall. It, they know how to handle everything, but the quarterback position, that still blows it. my mind. A, a, a franchise that had Steve Young, Joe Montana. How do you fuck up the quarterback position? The son That's of a what Shannon. You're known for. Right. That's what you're known for. <laughs> It's amazing elite QB play. Like, what? <laughs> what? Oh, I don't get it. I don't get it. CJ, if they never would have traded up, they could have drafted Justin Fields. Nobody wants to talk about that. But everybody <laughs> and their mom wants to remind me. I get it in my fucking Christmas cards every year. Hey, Merry Christmas, Siege. Hope you and your family have a wonderful holiday season. By the way, you guys had Trubisky and not Mahomes. Every fucking card. Every year. <laughs> I got to get reminded that the Bears could have got Mahomes. You know what? I never mentioned this on the fucking podcast before. I'm going to put one fine point on that because a lot of haters still hit that fucking button. You guys didn't draft Mahomes. <clears throat> <laughs> Nobody fucking cares. 
if Mahomes got drafted by the Bears, do you or anyone else think he was going to be this Pat Mahomes with that Chicago Bears team? I'll with wait. those blockers? Running for his life all the time. With with those receivers? Don't worry, I'll keep waiting. With that defense? <laughs> oh, mm. so we were going to be Super Bowl bound? Two Super Bowls by now? With that guy? You guys would be... You guys would be the Detroit Lions with Matthew Stafford. Exactly. Fun to watch, but lackluster. Always in the game because of your quarterback. That's about it. That's it. I argue we are now. It's still brand new, people. Let that shit breathe. But the people who always hit that Trubisky button with me, I'm just like, dude, Trubisky's tape, as much as it's stupid to look back now and go, what the hell were you looking at? But like, no one was looking at Mahomes and Texas Tech like he was some world beater, not least any experts I saw, going into that draft. So no. according, sometimes you just hit. Yeah. And according to the, the scouts back then, there was no blue chip quarterback prospect. <clears throat> None. Ooh, None. None. There was uh, Deshaun Watson. He was like a second round grade. Right. And uh, Mahomes was even graded lower than he was. Exactly. And the top quarterback was actually Trubisky. Exactly. I was going to say, do you know who scouts had their number one quarterback? It was Trubisky. Trubisky. So- and then four was like Deshaun Kaiser. Right. So, I mean, look at Kaiser. But, like, yeah, that's all I'm saying is look at that draft class. Yeah, Chiefs got fucking lucky is what really happened. It's not the Bears are just stupid. No. no, the Bears, a, no. Match made, it was a match made in heaven. It's a match made in heaven. If you put Trubisky on the Chiefs, do the Chiefs get those Super Bowl rings? Fuck no. Like, <laughs> no. let it go. But all I'm saying is this reminded me of that situation so much, but no one's trying to talk about the shit that they could have had fields. No one wants to give us credit for actually getting it right once, which is fine. Mm -hmm. Allow me. We got it right for once. I'm on board. You know me and Justin Fields. We are fucking tight like glue, bro. Mm -hmm. So I'm very happy with the way that played out. I feel that was retribution for all the years I had to put up with the Trubisky shit. Great. Niners fans, it's your turn. You get to eat them balls bro sorry it's gonna <laughs> suck for a few years now good luck i still think the niners are always a contender with the rest of that fucking team the way it is but i don't know if purdy gets you there i no. don't know they're always gonna threaten mm. a playoff spot though but absolutely absolutely but i mean look at the seahawks look at the rest of the oh. division seahawks they, are gonna win that division it's not as sweet anymore so we'll see all i'm saying is you could have kept trey lance and has some fucking security but on the flip side I want to know what you feel about Trey Lance and his fit with the Cowboys. Is he the future? Is he taking over for Dak? Or is he just going to be holding a clipboard the way Trubisky does now? There's some similarities Um, here. I actually believe Trey Lance has a chance to get on the field this season. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you why. Number one, uh, I didn't look the stat up, uh, but I know it's a lot. Uh, (laughs) Dak Prescott threw a lot of picks last year. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yes, he did. Yes, uh, he certainly did. I think he led the league in picks, if I'm correct, but I don't know. Could be wrong. <laughs> uh, he turns the ball over a lot, and he gets hurt a lot. Since uh, since 2020, um, Dak has missed 12 games. Mm. That's the most since that mm. time span. Uh, and he missed five games last year. That's right. So uh, the possibility of him getting injured is high. The possibility of him throwing a lot of picks is also pretty high. So that means the possibility of him getting benched is pretty damn high as well. Pretty fucking high. Um, McCarthy is known as a conservative coach, so I'm not sure <laughs> yeah. what it'll take for him to make this move. Maybe it'll take being one in seven. 
and finally <laughs> venting Dak to finally make this move. Ooh, but, Cowboys fans are gonna be pissed. <laughs> but <laughs> so for Trey Lance, like there, there, I think there's a possibility for him to play. It's a good situation for him to learn and things like that. Yes, but the Cowboys are in a pretty bad situation financially. I yeah, that's very true. Because say say you do bench Dak, right? There's no he's way he's contract year. Yeah, I was gonna say there's no way he's coming back next year because nope. uh you know he signed through 2024. Yep. There's no way he's coming back, but he's he he's 62 m's in dead money. 62 m's in dead money if you cut him. Ouch! 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 So now you're forced to keep Dak, and now you're forced to play him almost because you're paying him all that money. You're yeah, you have to bench someone you're paying all that money to, right? That's right. You would hope. Yeah. So. uh now, what do you have Trey Lance for? Um, you have Trey Lance for the next two years through 2024 as well. Yep, yep. So you have to damn near wait for their contracts to end in order to make your decision as to who you're going to go with. Ugh. So all of this brings to the Dallas Cowboys is drama. Drama! And maybe that's what Jerry Jones wants. Of course he does. He's Mr. Drama. He doesn't give a fuck about winning anymore. He's done enough of that. He actually just wants to make some more M's. That's right. That's right. He knows drama means headlines. Yes. That's all he wants. Spotlight. Spotlight. You don't need to be good. Just relevant. Uh, For the record, in 2022, Dak Prescott had 15 interceptions mm. to 23 touchdowns in the 12 Oof. games that he played Oof. and 2,800 yards. So, yeah, Oof. those picks are pretty fucking nasty. So, 15 in 12 games? Ouch. Ouch. But it's CeeDee Lamb's fault. Oh, yeah. I saw Clearly. enough of that shit last year. <laughs> Unbelievable, man. I saw enough man. of CeeDee getting blamed last year. <laughs> like, the fuck, man? So fucking stupid. So stupid. I couldn't believe that shit. So, I, I would agree with you. I think, honestly, it's it's a matter of opportunity. I think it's a, it's a when and not an if for Lance seeing the field this year. And if it's me, and I know you said McCarthy's a conservative coach, but if he, and this is my thing, I think McCarthy's job is directly tied to if Trey Lance gets in the field. If McCarthy rolls out Dak all year long and Dak is shitting the bed and he doesn't at least try starting Lance, I think McCarthy's gone. And I know it's not really his contract year or anything, but like that hot seat will make you do some fucking stupid things. And if me, if it's me and I am known as a conservative coach, honestly, I would be putting Trey Lance in like some wildcat packages. The guy can still run. He's still got a really good arm. He may not be the most accurate cat out there, but, like, why not mix him up? Why not use him in that offense? He could be, like we always said, that, that Taysom Hill-type weapon. Like, And I know Dallas is never going to run a wildcat to save their fucking lives, but there are some creative packages you can use with a 2QB, especially an athletic one like Trey Lance. Like, dude, that's gonna... not he's athletic too, you know what I mean? Exactly, so... yes. Not to be even said, but, like, those are two athletic quarterbacks. You are already paying both of them. And like you said, you're going to have a pretty much a contract drama dispute in a year from now where you have to make a big decision about the future of your franchise. Use them both. If it's me, what do you have to lose? You already, you've seen healthy Dak and how far he gets that team. It ain't getting any sweeter. So why not see both? Why not make this a real competition? Who's getting the wins? That's what it should really be coming down to. I'd be using Trey in some packages. I'd be using Trey in some situations where, you know, maybe red zone, something. Definitely red zone. Yes, get him some fucking snaps and see what you got with the kid. You never know. He might just need to change the scenery for something to spark. 
that does fucking happen. So yeah. I don't know. I would not be paying him to sit, and I wouldn't be giving up a fourth rounder, even though it's a cheap prospect overall. You don't give up a fourth to let him sit and hold a clipboard. Come on, man. No, He's... that's a developmental type player right there. Right. You so you try yeah, him out. Yeah. You let him try to start. That's all I'm saying about that. I just feel but, it's very interesting how that ended up. I I definitely do think Trey Lance needs game time though because he, yes, I don't know I don't know how many games he's played in his entire career, college and pros. Mm. He played what six games last year? I think so. Yeah. Uh, and then he played. He didn't play his rookie year. Nope. Was uh, it even six games last year? Because he got injured real quick. I thought it was one yeah. of those for a few weeks. So, Maybe two or shit. three, four, five, six games, some shit like that. Right. It was not I mean, a lot. In college, he played what? Because his time kind of overlapped the pandemic year. So exactly. I don't know how many games he's played in college. Right. He probably played less than twenty games total. <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah, he needs reps. Yeah. So he's he's still relatively raw. Right. Um, just give him game time, and hey, you have him until twenty twenty four. Like you said, Dak can only take him as far as he can throw him. Right. Which isn't that far. It's not far. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you might as well see what the kid has. Yes, sir. And I, I've mentioned, you know, prior, but like Trey Lance and Mitch Trubisky are in very similar paths now. At least with Trubisky, he got the opportunity to try to lead the franchise. And even with college, Trubisky had like four, 16 starts ever. Yeah, he started for what? that one year. I think that was with it. North Carolina of all teams. So like, yeah, he was that like, was all it needed for everyone to freak out about him. So like, Lance's yeah. profile was much better. So see what you got with them. What what the fuck is wrong? Like, dude, come on, man. That's too much money and too much time wasted on somebody who could be something. And at least in the last, like, at least you see what you have and what you don't have. And if he's not that guy, okay. then he's not that guy. But yeah, you gave up a fourth round pick for him. You tried it. At least you tried it. At least you tried it. It's more than the Niners fucking did. Shit. Yes. My God. But moving on from real football to our favorite fantasy football. Because, ladies and gentlemen, this is draft week for a lot of leagues, including our Vault League, another family league I'm a part of, the Scarf League, which is I'm kicking. So I am prepped. I am ready. I have been doing my reps, getting my fucking rotations in, getting the mock drafts done. And I am more ready than I have been in years. Folks, I have new focus in returning championship glory to my house. My house. We'll see how it goes. But with draft week approaching, with the weekend approaching, and the big draft party coming on at my house, none of y'all invited except for the people I invited. Just letting you know. But you're with the spirit. Uh That guy's invited. It's going to be a great fucking weekend. What I wanted to do, since we've already talked quite a few times now about some people we are looking at, some sleepers, some skips, some top 10 rankings, and some people who really should be comeback player, but we'll kind of see how it happens. One of the final things I want to discuss before this new fantasy season approaches on us are some hot takes. I wanted us to both pick three fantasy hot takes, and because I'm a big chicken wings guy, I'm going to say mild, medium, and blazing hot, and we can kind of do this again back and forth, both of our milds, our mediums, both of our blazings, but I want your hottest takes for this fantasy season. And I'm very curious in what yours are going to be because I know you've been working on them. But, man, I got a couple that I think are going to really blow you away. But I want to know, let's start with your your mild. What's your mild take? My mild take. 
fantasy season. Yes. So my mild take on this fantasy season um, has to do with actually the draft. Hmm. Okay. And my thoughts on where you're picking. Really? Specifically yes. to me, huh? So my mild okay. wing for the day, <laughs> mild wing. fantasy football, would be that the middle picks this year are the worst spots to pick in. Oh, <laughs> I love that. That's a great take. <laughs> they are the worst spots to pick in this year because you're always going to be stuck in the predicament of, do I reach for a guy? Is he going to be here? Mm. You know, you don't have total control of the draft. You know, if you're at the end uh, or top end or bottom end, you can kind of go, okay, I can kind of make almost back-to-back picks, right? So, mm. you know, if I pick third, you know, I won't pick back again until the last, damn near the last pick of the second round, but I'm picking yeah. third again in the third round, right? So right. I can kind of control who I pick um, and who's going to be there, and it's easier for me to plan. If I'm picking in the middle, uh, say you have pick six, right? Are you going to take Kelsey? <laughs> or are you going to have or are you going to reach for a running back like B. John Robinson or mm. Saquon Barkley or Nick Chubb? Or are you going to go reach for a receiver? Mm. The common theme here is reach. Are you going to reach, reach? Reach, reach, Yep. Or are you going to take a risk on like Cooper Cup? Ooh. You know, you're just in a bad spot because those are the guys that are probably going to be available to you. That's right. Um, What I would do is a secret you got to pay for that advice but <laughs> premium description <laughs> <laughs> and i actually i actually really agree with your sentiment and it really shows in the mock drafts i've been doing because normally like i said before i love being in that mid spot just absolutely that, that five yeah. through nine has always been good to me mm-hmm. and in years past you're right it's been Pretty sweet. You know, you don't have to worry about how much time between your picks. It's coming yep. around at a consistent pace. And before, that was great because you were still getting quality starters. For most of the, those early picks, you're you're sitting pretty. You have a pretty good core, and you try to dot a few, you know, big-time reaches that might turn into home runs. Who knows? But normally that core that you build out with that 5-9 pick is usually pretty solid. And I usually hate it being that first one to three or like the bottom couple. I didn't, I never liked that. But in the mock drafts I'm doing this year, I think you're absolutely right. I've been doing them with my, you know, third pick, second pick, fourth pick, which is pretty much all I've got this year. Yeah. And my teams have come out much stronger with those elite players and then just some nice under the radar guys who can carry the team to victory. So, like, mm-hmm. I definitely think you're onto something. That's a really nice take. And I hope you're right because. All my picks are going this fucking year. <laughs> yeah, you. I have Dude, a middle pick. God. I have the sixth pick. Sixth pick, I think. Six piss. Okay. <laughs> six piss. Yes. Ooh. I have the sixth pick out. in our Brody League, and then I have yes. the fourth pick in our uh, our Vault League. So that's right. You'll see. I think I'm two, three, and four in in all three of my leagues. So like, uh, oh boy. So it's good. I'm hoping that it's gonna give me some fantasy mana, but. It's it's an interesting spot. I'm usually not comfortable with these high picks, so I'm not trading anything. I'm putting that out there. But all right, offer stands. Right, I'm, I am definitely hoping for for your take to be right. Okay, my mild take, and it's it's mild, but I, I would like to say it's a little spicy. It's a little mm. spicy, but mm. not that spicy. Mm. My mild take is that the wide receiver one this year in fantasy is Tyreek Hill. Mm. I will pause for that. Now again. That's yeah. not that spicy because he's a top three yeah. regardless. Okay. But in the just yeah, 
with the Justin Jeffersons of the world and the Jamar Chases of the world, where everyone is focused on those two guys battling for one and two. That's very fair. Every argument will show you, yeah, you're probably playing smart money if one of those two guys is your top. But Tyreek Hill, I think, and of course, there's a caveat that everything goes right for Miami, with, especially with Tua and his health. But yeah. if Tua stays healthy this entire season, which I also think is going to happen, I think we're going to get full Tua, and you're going to get to see what he can really fucking do. But even before that, Tyreek Hill is already the number three in fantasy points. He had five games last year where he topped 140 yards. Five games. That's already fucking nuts. That guy's a deep ball machine. He had nine touchdowns. Now, that's the part where it's a little sketch because could be more. But I would argue with, A, Tua's health is everything. So when Tua is super healthy, Tyreek is a monster. A god amongst men. Not to mention the opportunity is still there. Even with Jalen Waddell, Tyreek Hill has over 30% of target share. He is the main focus of that offense. Point blank. He's the fastest dude in the league, in my opinion. He still can't be touched. So the real catch that will make him wide receiver one are the red zone look. I feel that he didn't get seen in the red zone a lot last year. They left a lot of that to Waddle, left a lot of that to the run game, which honestly wasn't that great either. And we all know Tua, when he's healthy, can run the shit himself too. He's very athletic. But if they can put together more packages that focus on Tyreek Hill getting touchdowns, which I do actually think will happen, he can it's only going to take a few more touchdowns and a few more yards for reception, and he's the number one guy. Like, he's not that far off from one and two anyway, and that's with Tua busted and broken like you've seen. So if healthy Tua is out there, I think Tyreek runs away with the number one spot, and I meant to put that pun on there because he's fast as fuck. <laughs> that's all. So again, mild, yes, little, little kick, little, little red pepper, some it's- red pepper flakes on it. Definitely possible. Uh, definitely I so. possible. <laughs> now go. Now what, what's your what's your medium? What, medium. Your medium? Mm, okay, this one I had fun with. Okay, my medium take for this year. There is one Mister Anthony Richardson who was the new quarterback for the Colts. Now, if you've been living under a rock, Anthony Richardson took over that job from Florida, playing for the Gators last year. Highly athletic, top-notch scores. That he got in the combine. And the thing is, he's joining a team where his head coach, uh, Shane Steichen, is tailor-made. I think that's a match made in heaven, especially because Steichen is kind of already known as an offensive guru. Mm -hmm. I believe, my medium take, is that Richardson is going to be this year's Justin Fields from last year. And I think Mm -hmm. he is going to surpass 1,000 yards rushing on the field. Especially because Mm -hmm. we mentioned Jonathan Taylor staying with the Colts, but because he's on the physically unable to perform list, he's missing the first four games. So now you have a rookie quarterback and no bulldozer of a running back in front of him for his first four outings. That's fucking tough. But the thing about Richardson is he's a big boy, but he's fast for his fast size. He's fast as fuck. Now, if you look at the four, I'm sorry, the three quarterbacks who are rushing machines other than like Michael Vick, Lamar Jackson, Jalen Hurts, Justin Fields. All three of those guys, I would argue, had to grow into their passing roles. Richardson is already a very good fucking passer, which is what I think is going to help him immensely. And when he was rushing in college, he was still blazing motherfuckers. I think he had, man, within like 12 games that he played, 
he had almost like 700 rushing yards. So like he already has a skill coming in that he can run the fucking ball. He has proven in Florida. I think he had nine touchdowns rushing. Like the man runs mm-hmm. in his own touchdowns a lot coming into the game here. All that to be said is opportunity. I think the indie receivers are okay, if not spectacular. And now that Jonathan Taylor is going to be gone for the first four games, I think Richards is going to be running for his life, just like Justin Fields had to. That sucks for his his short-term health, but it's amazing for his fantasy prospect. Now, all that to be said, I'm not saying go ahead and draft Anthony Richardson anywhere in that early rounds. Don't be stupid. But as a late-rounder, as somebody who could easily surpass his ADP, yeah, I'll take that bet. I think he's got some real potential. And it's mostly going to be from his feet. Yeah, so, no, I, uh, I'm i glad you brought him up because he was actually going to be one of my takes as well. Ah, yes. <laughs> I had him finishing I had him finishing as a top 10 quarterback. I think it's very possible. Um, But I, I took him off my list because I think uh, the hype around him is growing, especially around fantasy. <laughs> mm. Um, Like you said, anytime you have a rushing quarterback, that is fantasy gold. Woo-hoo-hoo! Those are the quarterbacks you want in fantasy. Absolutely. Um, and the three you mentioned, uh, Hertz, uh, Lamar, uh, Fields. That's right. There's another one you didn't mention, Josh Allen. Hey, there you go. Josh Allen runs the hell out of the ball. He does. So the four of the top six or seven quarterbacks in fantasy are all rushing quarterbacks. That's so right. I think, I think, no, I don't think I would be confident with Anthony <laughs> Richardson as my starting quarterback in fantasy week one. Ooh, that's bolder than I even put out there. That's some habanero you put in that shit. <laughs> that could be a that could be a, a, a an extra little drizzle over my medium sauce. You know what I mean? There you go, a little sprinkle, extra sprinkle, little drizzle over sprinkle, my medium sprinkle. sauce. Man, dude said week one cute. Oh my god, week I'm one. like, I'll be comfortable mouth in that. Damn, I'll, I'll be expecting about eighteen points. I think that's very fair. Yeah, that's fair. Very I possible. expect him to do a lot of work rushing. Probably throw one touchdown. Probably run for yeah. one. Yeah. Yes, sir. Um, now for my medium take. Yeah. After I just sprinkled some Anthony Richardson over mine. Pause. That was kind of. Uh. Oh, <laughs> I told you it's going to be one of those fucking episodes, dude. It's, it's one of them episodes, <laughs> man. It's actually with showboy Justin Fields. Uh oh. He will finish as the number one quarterback in fantasy. Yeah, that's the one I took off my list. I've been blowing dude for. <laughs> See, I said blowing dude. Damn. Whoa. Uh, that was worse than mine. <laughs> blowing him up for weeks now is what I meant to say. Wow. Maybe I do need whiskey. Maybe that needs to be the, the regular around here. <laughs> oh, God. Sorry. Go <laughs> on. Wow. But man, Justin Fields will be the top quarterback this year in fantasy. Uh, his rushing numbers from last year will carry over. They yes. actually they might dip a little bit. Please. I hope they do. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. I wouldn't be for surprised if they dip a little bit. But. The reason why I, I was kind of hesitant on that and kind of backtrack was because I looked at that running back room and realized one of them, they're, they're injury prone. Yeah. Um, and one or two of them might get hurt. So you might have to count on fuse around the ball a little bit more. That's true. But anyway, he has a big upgrade at the wide receiver position in DJ Moore. He has a true number one receiver Ooh, yeah. now. The arm can finally be unleashed for Justin Fields. Um, it seems like another year in this offense. Because he's had what? How many coaches has he had now? This will be his second. Second, right? So second year with his second coach, right? Yes. So he's got some continuity, finally. Finally. So now we can see what he finally can do, and I think he's going to flourish. So who finished as a number one quarterback? Mm, love it, love it, love it. I agree with you 100%. 
Again, I just took it off because I'm just being a rah-rah for him like for weeks now because and I don't want to overhype him because again, this is fantasy people. Do not get it confused. We are not saying the Bears are going to be anywhere good this year. But you don't have to be good as a team to be great in fantasy. So running quarterbacks are fantasy gold. So yes, I agree. It's it's field season in fantasy. Get it while it's hot. <laughs> get it while it's hot. Get it while it's medium. <laughs> okay, okay. What is that blazing take, sir? This one I'm curious about. That blazing take. That the blazer. Wild wind. Blazing take. Calvin Ridley will be a top five wide receiver. That's a blazing take? I think that's so easy. <laughs> He's going in round three. Mm, I guess. I guess. So it's, that's it's disrespect. Like, it's like ADP as to where he'll finish. Okay. Value. I, I get you. It. Yeah. So value. That's fair. Finish as a top five quarterback, uh, wide receiver. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, he's got his boy, Trevor Lawrence, slinging on the ball. That's I think right. Calvin Ridley's going to come out here with a vengeance and remind everybody why. He was a consensus late first, early second round pick before right. the whole. He didn't even get hurt. Scandal. No. He really he didn't. Get hurt. He was at home, chilling, you know what I'm saying, trying to make some money. <clears throat> Remember when people were saying, like, I don't think Trevor Lawrence is even, like, I don't think his heart is in football. I don't think he really cares about winning. Like, when his first draft was happening, I was like, are you are you kidding? Are you fucking yeah. crazy? Um, yeah. What? Uh, Trevor Lawrence, fresh off of reviving Jacksonville from last season. Mm. Yeah. I, Fire Christian Fires Kirk, are coming. He has, what, Christian Kirk, Zay Flowers. I said Zay Flowers. Zay Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, Zay Neiman. Flowers would be great. There's weapons in Jacksonville yes. for Calvin Ridley to not see double coverage. Exactly. So one of the best route runners in the league in Calvin Ridley in a great situation, great coaching, and uh, Doug Peterson, great quarterback, another year in the system, weapons around him. Nothing mm. nothing but a top five season for Calvin Ridley. Fucking love it. You're, you're right. I'll give you the blazing for that just because of the value. You're right. He's being a little disrespected, and I get it. He took a year off because of all that bullshit, but like, I should have. I should have been more specific. I should have said he will be a better fantasy wide receiver than Stefan Diggs. Oh, oh, okay. See, that's blazing. Yes, oh, I he will finish ahead of Stefan Diggs. Stefan Diggs will finish in like that eight range, eight nine range, in my opinion, okay. which is still good. Don't remember, which is still good. Yeah, but Calvin Ridley will surpass him. Now my collar is sweating. Now I'm <laughs> feeling that heat. Damn, bro. Okay, I like that a lot. But I actually kind of agree. I think Ridley's about to be. Nuts. I think he's gonna remind people who the fuck he is very, very fucking fast. Very fast. It's gonna fast. take it's gonna take a week. I don't know if you've seen uh the the catch he made when he was like out of bounds, but it looked like mm. he was inbounds. I don't think I saw it. So Trevor Lawrence just threw him a prayer and this man <laughs> just back shouldered that bitch. To try to toe tap, but apparently he was out of bounds. It looked like he was inbounds mm. to me. Um Oh, I did see that shit. You're right. Oh, I forgot about that shit. Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah. So a lot more of that, but inbounds this year, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be scary. Ridley season all day, I'm telling you. Like that's a top pick, and I don't blame anybody. If you can get him later on, shit. Round three, shine the, shine the trophy up, bro. That's where I got him. Round that's three, getting the drafts. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that ADP is gonna creep up pretty soon here. Like if, I think this is the highest. If it hasn't already, get. you think it's where he plateaus? He was, I was getting him in like round five before. See, that's where I'm like, oh boy. Yeah. Don't let me get him in four or five. But now, like, I'm there's some mocks I do, and he's my wide receiver one, and I'm cool with that. Absolutely. I'd be very happy with that. 
Him and like Amari you know Cooper, it. my two receivers. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. Hell yeah. You know yeah. he's getting the fucking rock. Yeah. Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo. you are like you're gonna like blazing this. take. You're gonna fucking love it or you're gonna hate it. But I'm standing by it. You know what? Oh, I'm, gonna shit. The, I'm gonna grab the fucking camera for this one. So I want you to see me when I say this shit. Oh shit. My blazing take. Can you see me here? Yeah. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. There is going to be a surprise in the top five QBs, and his name is Jared Goff. I fucking knew that shit was coming. You heard me correctly. <laughs> Jared Goff is going to be a top five fantasy quarterback this year. I am 100% sticking to that. Woo! I don't care. I don't care. Let me just explain for a second, because I got to say it to a Lions fan here to try to convince him a little bit. But for the rest of y'all, hear me very clearly. Last year, Jared Goff threw for over 4,400 fucking yards. He had 29 touchdowns. That is a hop and a skip from 5,000 yards and 35 touchdowns. In a scam close. It's a hop and a skip. Do you do I think that he could hit 5,000? Fuck yeah. That man is doing the best he's ever done. And on top of that, they added weapons. David Montgomery is a receiving back. Jameer Gibbs is going to be a playmaker. And his favorite, Sam Laporta, I think is going to be a shoe-in for a top three tight end. The Detroit Lions are on the fucking up. Oh, and did I mention a little man named Jamison Williams is coming back? Hmm, okay. A little man. (laughs) A little man named Jamison Williams, that's all. Possibly yeah. going to be a top ten receiver himself. He has a fucking talent for it. And then you got Amarase Brown. The the opportunities on that team are ridiculous. And I'm not blowing the Lions up saying they're winning a Super Bowl or anything like that. It's just fantasy. But Jared Goff is a cough away from being a top five quarterback. I think they do it this year. I think the Lions kick the shit out of a lot of teams. And I think if you have Goff. Or any of those lines in your fucking fantasy team, you are going to be quite happy this season. And it's weird to say it's like seeing a goldfish walk when we talk this glowingly about the Detroit Lions, but the writing is on the wall, people. And if you were just not on board, you weren't paying attention last year. And that's okay if you weren't, because a lot of people weren't watching the Lions until they started getting really fucking good last year on the second half of the season. But that momentum is not going to change. The division they are in is exponentially worse now. Sorry, it just is. is That is a beautiful chemistry of science and luck that is going to lead to Goff doing the best he's ever done in fantasy. I'm just putting that out there. I think it's a blazing take because it's Jared Goff, and we never talk about him this glowingly. I think it's more about who he has to throw to now that is going to light the fantasy world on fire. I'm not saying a top quarterback of all. I'm not saying number one. Yeah. But I think a top five, I think minimum top 10, I think he hits the top five this year. Damn. So he throws, what, 50 touchdowns? Uh, I wouldn't say 50. I would say... He's not going to run any, you know? He's, he's not going to give you anything on the ground. Any zero rushing. Zero rushing touchdowns. But I say, I think he breaks 5,000 yards, and I think he gets at least 35 touchdowns. It's a, it's a top five ranking. I... I wouldn't say that's too far off because one of my takes was actually going to be the Detroit Lions will have the most fantasy-friendly team yep. in all of football. I actually would agree with that. Because I think Montgomery's going to get his goal line touchdowns. Yep. I think Gibbs is going to be a PPR machine. He's going to touch the ball both receiving and catching. Yep. I don't have to talk about Amaral St. Brown. We know what he is. And a then fucking J- stud? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. 
Maybe that'll explain it. Um, Maybe. And Jamison Williams is, I like to call him a six foot two Deshaun Jackson. Unbelievable. He's a blazer on the field. Yep. Um, and Sam Laporta. So he, like Safety you said, blanket. he was the best tight end this year. Right. Uh, coming out the draft. So, and he's automatically our starter, best yeah. tight end on the team. Right away. So, fantasy what more success do you want? should be on the way for the Detroit Lions and Jared Goff. Exactly. What more do you want from a fantasy team? Like, absolutely. Again, this is not me saying draft Jared Goff in your first three rounds or some shit. No. But as like a mid-tier QB and that ADP is going for, man, you'll get him for dirt cheap. And Especially boy, if you can stack him with Amon Ross St. Brown and Jameer Gibbs. Just going to say, if you get that Detroit combo, you are doing pretty fucking well. Blazing Just saying, I got Goff and Sam Laporta. <laughs> there you go. Hey. Oh, wait, no. And I got Amara St. Brown. Look at you. See? Oh, look at you. Oh, I forgot that. About might that might be That might be all you need to sustain wins throughout that season, baby. Like, man, I'm running high with the Detroit Lions this year. That's all I'm saying. And I know that's not crazy, but the Jared Goff thing, I think, is going to surprise a lot of fucking people. Yeah, top five. Top five is crazy because th- that means who he he's knocking off who either Hurts, yep, Allen, possibly Burrow, uh-huh. Lamar, uh huh, Fields, Fields up there too. Yeah, Mahomes. He's gonna knock one of them off. Yep. If anyone, it'd be Burrow. I think so. I was actually gonna say Josh Allen, but that's me. That's that's just me. With Josh Buffalo, Allen's rushing little... just makes his floor so high. It you know does. what I mean? It does, oh my God. but Buffalo's in a weird spot this year. Where I'm like, I don't know how dominant they're going to continue to be, but yeah, Josh Allen's still up there. And However, what are they going to do with Diggs? I heard uh, trade rumors. I don't know what the fuck's going on. I don't think there's anything to that. Like, at but least not if yet. If they trade or they get rid of Diggs, that's a huge mistake. Oh, Allen's plummeting, if that's the huge case. Huge mistake. That'd be so stupid, which is why I don't think it's really going to happen. Like, that's, yeah, they, that's speculation. Like, please don't. Whatever. No, 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 no. We don't listen to the narratives, right? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Blazing opportunity, and I think he's going to surprise a lot of people. You Man. heard it here first, folks. I'm oh, biting a lot of bone off that thigh right now. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> pick that shit clean. Pick it clean. <laughs> All right. Uh, before we get to our last topic of the night, I do have a PSA. Bing, bang. Mm. And it's real quick. Um, yeah, so I was walking my favorite grocery store, by the way, great prices. Um, with the kids, getting some groceries, getting psyched up and set for this uh weekend's big draft party. So I had a lot of fucking meat I had to buy. Long story short, we're walking through some of the grocery store aisles, and I walk past something on the fucking ground, and without saying anything to the kids or making a big deal about it, I just kind of kind of bent down, took a look, kind of eyed up a bit. Yeah, that was a used condom. So my PSA is please stop leaving your used fucking rubbers on grocery store floors. That's pretty fucking gross. You're a bad person for doing it. And I'm not knocking anybody. Hey, if you're getting laid in the grocery store, hey, do what you got to do. God bless America. Um, <laughs> There are such things as garbage cans, you know, even in the bathroom. So stop doing that bullshit. There are children literally walking everywhere. Public service announcement is completed. I can't believe I had to say that shit. I didn't make a big deal about that shit at all, and I just walked by it like, oh, that's a So did condom. you, like, I wonder if the guy just, like, never took the condom off, so he waited for his dick to go limp, and it just fell out of his pants? You know, or that's probably if, exactly what happened. Or did he, like, use it, took it off, folded it up, put it in his pocket, and said, I'm walking to that wa- and drop it in there, because it's a great idea. 
I mean, if it's the latter and that was literally his plan to leave it there, then dude, you're a terrible fucking person. Wow. What, was it just like the rubber? It's just the rubber, yeah. Yeah, so what the fuck? Did it just thank fall out of you? Oh my god. <laughs> right, thank you. I, I just kept walking like, how? How does it how does it happen? And you bring up a good point. I wonder if it was a limp dick thing and he just kind of forgot it was on, which I don't get how you forget it's on, but hey, my dick I'm dealing with. So it might have just shrunk up, fell off, rolled through his pant leg, and he just kept on trucking. Who the fuck knows? All I know is I witnessed the shit with my own eyes. Thank God my kids exist and just walk right by it. But like, <laughs> I know what that fucking looks like. There's nothing else it could have been. I did not mistake this for a plastic snake. I, nope. I know what the fuck a use kind of looks like, bro. It wasn't a candy so, wrapper. No. Nope. It sure wasn't. Unless they're all, you know, cylinder shaped and dick sized. You know, maybe It wasn't not. a glizzy wrapping. See, I can't, I just, with that word, I just never fucking know, man. I just, oh, glizzy rapper. See, doesn't that sound like legit slang? It does, but it's a fucking hot dog. It's a fucking hot dog. If I had a hundred guesses, I never would have guessed it was a hot dog. So, (laughs) fucking kids, man. Oh, my God. Anyway, so for the last topic, I just wanted to do a little fan interaction here. And when it comes to, the Vault League, like I said, we're going to be broadcasting a lot of this shit throughout the year, having you fans vote on who's going to win these matchups and different kinds of things we're going to be able to do. Some more content we'll put on the channel, like for Facebook and YouTube, just to kind of keep everybody involved. You know, it's going to be a fun fantasy season. And with this league we've got that we've created, I expect a lot of fun to be had. But there is one thing I've always wanted in all fantasy leagues I've taken part in. That never seems to happen. So I'm determined to make it happen this year. And that is fantasy punishments. In my opinion, as beautiful as a trophy can be in a championship belt that we play for and the pride that you get from winning a championship, because my God, there's few things in this world that feel better than raising that fucking gold over your head as a conqueror amongst men. There's fewer things in life I have experienced with more joy. I'll just put that out there. But on the flip side, when you lose in your last place, there has to be incentive. There has to be correction. There has to be punishments. So my idea, sir, is that you and I come up with three punishment ideas, a mm. person. And what I want to do is post a poll. I'm going to put this on the Facebook page this weekend when this episode posts. And I want the fans to decide what this league's punishment should be for last place. So just kind of Scratch your ideas. Just see gotcha. what you got. There are, there are no bad ideas. We're going to put it all gotcha. out there. And we'll gotcha. see what the people think. We'll see what people think. What do all you right. got, sir? Number one. All right. Wait. So you mean, okay, so last place, right? Last place. Last place punishment. Yes. Okay. Season's okay, okay. over. What do they have to do? Okay. Okay. Change a little bit because I wrote some other stuff down. But okay. first idea I'll throw at you is, um. so uh, we'll take that person outside. <laughs> oh, God. And everyone will light them up with paintball guns. <laughs> <laughs> Just, uh, just just man. let a whole clip off. Ooh, so you mean just like in a, like a parking lot, just fucking spray and pay. You fucking useless imbecile. You couldn't draft a team to get you more than three wins? You fucking trash! Wow. <laughs> yes. Wow. Can I caveat that with like a side idea? Because I love the paintball idea. Sure, sure. It's, instead of us just committing homicide, um, <laughs> why don't we do like a paintball outing but the loser is the hunted, the target. 1v11? Exactly. 
<laughs> Make them run for it. And we got to give them like a, a shit gun. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like a little little pellet gun or something. Yeah. We put them in an outfit. Put them in a full ass costume or a tutu. I don't know. Something stupid. Put them in an we'll animal them, outfit. No, we'll, we'll make them wear the mascot of whatever team he hates the most. He or she oh, hates the most. Oh, my God. And we'll just so, fucking light them up. That sounds so like a, a Packer fan. Thing. They got to wear some kind of bear costume. I have a bear costume. Yeah. That's hilarious, too. Yeah, yeah. So it's perfect, right? And then if it's one of perfect. us, we'll wear a Packers. Yeah. I mean, whatever the fuck that costume is. I mean, but like. it's not going to be one of us. Let's be real. Uh, God, no. no You're going to lose in no. the finals to me. So. It's- <laughs> <laughs> hey, at least he has me in the finals, ladies and gentlemen. That's progress. All right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Respect. Um, I like it. Paintball hunting sounds pretty fucking hilarious. Sounds pretty fun, too. For all, nice. e- even, For even last place. Even last place. Oh, yeah. Because you never know. We, we can all be shitty sharpshooter. So, you know. Yeah. <laughs> could be but. an easy day for him, but it won't be because I've been paintballing and I'm pretty fucking good. And yeah, I, I know how to shoot. So, you know, you know, <laughs> I like that. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> What's an idea you got? Um, One idea I have is making the last place owner start an OnlyFans. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> and OnlyFans where they can only post either pictures of their feet because we. <laughs> As a throwback to one of our first conversations on this podcast. So feet picks or fully clothed last place fantasy picks. And I mean just embarrassing photos being a last place loser. The catch is oh, they got the catch is they can only delete that OnlyFans if they make a hundred bucks from it. (laughs) (laughs) So they get a little treat, they get a hundred bucks if they can figure it out, but you, you, you feel terrible doing it. it. Something strange for some change. Hey, you know, because if, if, in my opinion, if you make a hundred bucks from it, dude, just keep it up. You might as well keep it <laughs> right. And you, you got to make sure they pose very scandalously. I mean, to a certain extent, this is like, but fully clothed, just very scandalously. You know what I mean? Right. It could be, yeah, <laughs> fully clothed, but pretty. You got to make it worthwhile. You feel me? <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> That's one idea I got. Oh man, that's a pretty good idea. I'm not gonna lie, I didn't think of that one. That's fucking hey. torture. <laughs> I know, right? We that's, gotta get serious that's mental this torture. Yeah, I was thinking about physical torture. You're thinking about mental torture. I don't know what's worse. Probably mental. I'm more of a mental guy myself, so it's. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I like what you got. I like to be just. I like to be just. Uh, okay. Okay. So I'm. A, I'm gonna do this one old school, right? So I used to get put on punishment. <laughs> Oh, and, really? Uh, I'm pretty sure you, you know about this. So, you ever had to like sit up against a wall and like hold two books out here like this? I'm sorry. What? No. What? Yeah. Well, like you held two books like arms out? Yeah, arms out, like two dictionaries. Yeah. Mind you, I'm like seven, little badass kid. <laughs> You're fucking conditioned strength training and shit already, huh? Fucking, <laughs> yeah, sitting on the wall. It just, just wow. like this. And if and if my arms were to drop, then my grandpa wouldn't like that too much. <laughs> oh, not the grandpa. Oh no. Yeah, you know, grandpa puts you on punishment, it's over because grandpa lets you get a, get away with a lot of things. That's very true. <laughs> wow. So, yeah. How long did you have to hold him for? So whenever he says stop, which is normally like uh maybe a few minutes. Damn. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Two, three minutes, yeah. So like it doesn't seem too long, punishment. but it's fucking torture. Dude, yeah. <laughs> so that's a lot. Point being have the loser do that <laughs> for three minutes. Oh my god! Woo! While sits while holding 
dictionaries with your arms wide out. That is fucking brutal. <laughs> yeah. Kicking it old school. Kicking it old school. Yeah, that's old school, right? Holy shit. Like, <laughs> wow. Okay. I like it. Gotta get some physical in there. Some more physical mental. tortures. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I got another one. <laughs> <laughs> um, So I mentioned the Dells and the various opportunities that the Dells brings for tourists. One of those things is freebies. But in order to obtain the freebies, you normally have to sit in a two-hour presentation while someone tries to sell you timeshares. <laughs> so my punishment would be that the last place loser would have to attend a two-hour sales pitch for a timeshare in the Dells. And so more so live tweet. That here's sounds the, here's, absolutely terrible. Here is the catch, because... They're trying to actually sell you something. Normally, when you sit through it, you don't buy anything, and then they give you like free passes to a water park or something. But if for some reason, because these are some pushy ass salesmen, if the person who is in last place actually ends up getting sold a timeshare, then the winner, the league champion, gets first dibs staying in that timeshare for free. Wow. <laughs> Just a test of wits and will, sir. That sounds absolutely terrible. Good thing I'm not going to be last. <laughs> and I would set it all up because we have friends who have actually gone to these things and they've sat through it and yeah, it fucking sucks. And they're going to try to sell you everything. But that's that would be a punishment. My, my, I already know what my excuse would be. Man, I'm broke as hell. You, you wasting your time. Oh, they don't care. Hell. They will. Because when you say you're broke, they're going to be like, well, let's break out a budget plan. I bet you it's more affordable than you think. You know you used to sell, brother. You know how we do. You don't take that first no. Hell For yeah. These motherfuckers, they don't take the 20th no. They don't <laughs> I would take the just be ignoring no. them at that point. I'm like, They're probably selling to you walking out the fucking building. Come on, man. Like, oh, yeah. It's usually two hours. Man, I believe it, though. Hours I believe well it. Spent. Yes. <laughs> I Good love that. God. One. That's so evil. <laughs> mm. But it could be life changing. Maybe you end up with a timeshare. Hey, maybe you were always in the market for one. You just need the opportunity. This is your opportunity. Get that timeshare. And then we have our next draft at it. Because ah, <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. when the champion is going to stay in it. That's right. That's right. All right. What's your last one, sir? We're going to put all this shit on the board. All this shit on the think. board? Yes. All right. Uh, last one. Oh, God. So my fat ass <laughs> likes to eat. Woo. Preach it. Who doesn't like to eat, right? So okay. the loser. The losing owner of the league has to buy lunch for the winners, all 11 people, Ooh. for a week straight. For how long? A week straight. Damn. A Seven week days. of lunches? A week for of 11 lunches. people. Yes. One meal a day. Just lunch. Just lunch. Damn. <laughs> Is it like owner's choice or last person's choice? Oh, owner's choice. Oh, fuck. <laughs> and, but all from the same place or else it would be too complicated. You know what I mean? Got you. Damn. Yeah. So, fucking DoorDash. Fucking. Fucking hitting yeah. the pocketbook. That is nasty. Yeah. That's pure evil. <laughs> I mean, hey, there, there was, there's no buy-in for our league, so. There is none. You're right. You're right. Could pay it all at the end. That's right, man. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's fucked up. I'm not getting last place. <laughs> nah. Fuck, man. But damn. Damn, damn, damn. Okay. I like it. I like it a lot. My last one is my favorite one. And I hope this is what we do. But again, we're leaving it up to chance here. My idea is last place winner, last place loser, whatever you want to call them. We get the entire league together. We go to a bar, one that I'll pick up. 
and the last place loser has to perform a full fucking blown karaoke concert. And I mean 11 songs, all picked by the rest of the league. Yeah, we each get a song. <laughs> we each get a song. They got to wear a costume we pick out, and they have to sing all 11 songs. The only caveat I will put here is that the league will buy the shots. We'll all buy the shots, but the loser sings the full fucking concert. And also the champ can sing a victory song if they like to as well. I'll leave it to the champ. But that last place person does the full fucking concert. Damn. (laughs) (laughs) All songs on the table. No rejects are allowed. You have to sing it. I know a song I'm going to pick if we do I know too. But yes, that is what I hope fucking happens. Because even if people can't make it to the karaoke concert, they can at least send their fucking songs and I will absolutely be there. And this will be fully recorded. And this will be completely posted on the Facebook page and on Insta, all of our socials. It'd be the entire fucking 11 song concert. The whole thing. <laughs> it'd be like a now CD. Literally, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Except it'd be volumes one through 105 because we're going to cover all the decades. It's going to be great. We're covering every that, genre of music. <laughs> that is definitely going to be in our delegations. I think so. I think that's my favorite one. That one. And I was like, um, oh. The paintball one sounds pretty fun. I fucking love that too. <laughs> Those are probably at the top right now. I think so. I think so. We'll see what the fans think. Get some input. Ultimately, it'll be up to your commissioner, which is me, of course. But I really want fan opinion to sway me. And if honestly, we'll leave a spot open too for anybody listening, anybody who sees the poll. I'm going to okay. leave it other there too. Put your ideas down. We want some interaction and what you guys want for this punishment. You will get to witness. So whatever you feel you want to see or something we haven't thought of, please let us know. We want that kind of input from you guys because we love you. That's why oh, we do it for I you. I started one. Oh, what is it? Loser eats like like three whole edibles and just gets like fucking. <laughs> <laughs> fucking send him on a journey to Narnia and shit. Oh, yeah, shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Damn. And I was thinking about things like like the one chip challenge and stuff. But then I thought, uh, like, fuck that. That's too easy. No, that's it. Well, for people like you and me, but for someone like Rachel who can't handle salt and pepper, <laughs> she would probably divorce from the spot if she ended up last place. So and I got to think about long terms. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know people, people, when you get to my age, we get, you know, reflexes and antacids needed and shit like that. And so. I'm not trying to make anybody go to a hospital for some heartburn and shit. That's okay. <laughs> but the edible thing is very spicy. I like that a lot. <laughs> we'll see, just man. Leave them in the woods. <laughs> Be like you and your mushrooms just fucking go on a journey of spirituality. Break your spinal and fucking... Yeah, maybe not that. We don't want that <laughs> shit. Good God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Well... It's about that time, sir. What are your last words for your adoring fans? It is about that time. Uh, real quick, just make sure you guys vote on the punishments. We want to put our fellow league mates through hell because we know we're not going to finish yes. last. This no. is just for us to laugh. You know what I mean? Exactly. So, and for you to laugh because you're going to watch all of this transpire. So how about you guys help us help you by voting to see what you want our trash mate in the league to do for his or her punishment? trash mate (laughs) (laughs) love it trash mate um yeah uh other than that um 
I might. We'll see what I do this weekend. Uh, yeah. You haven't had a story in a while. You've been kind of on the low key. Man, I've been trying to. I'm really trying to like just stack my money and buy Ooh. my car parts. I've been buying a lot of my car parts. So that's what I'm like. Ah. Yeah. Frank and Audi got, is getting put back together. Yeah. So fucking this shit. Hey, this shit was like right. 200 bucks. God damn. This big. So yeah. Man. So yeah. Um, but we'll see what I do this weekend. Um, we'll see if I go spoil myself and go out and do something, but, uh, we'll see. I think you should spoil yourself, man. Again, come over here and we'll spoil you. We got plenty of food about to be cooking. I'm going to be up at 7 a.m. cooking this food on Saturday, bro. And trust me, it's going to be worth it. That's why this weekend was going to be crazy because I have your thing. And then, uh, Sunday, I might do a one man. So, uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see stacked weekend absolutely and make yeah. sure y'all stop by next week because that is the week before the nfl we are having a big blowout nfl spectacular we've already been discussing what we want to talk about so stay tuned for that shit because it's going to be all the football you can handle folks because that's the shit we love the most when football season gets started i'm telling you that whole other side of me comes out and it's going to come right out on this podcast see that sounds sexual too no matter what Ooh. i say tonight i sound like a horned up asshole so Oof. just saying in the most pleasant way possible it will be a big football spectacular in the meantime in between time you got your thing and i got mine but make sure you see the bank bros we are at the bank bro show the bank bros show on youtube and facebook we are at bank bros show on instagram we are the bank bro show at gmail.com so again Hit us up. Like, follow, subscribe. Tell all your friends. Tell all your family. Let him know if you got a sister that he can hit up and get their oh, number, geez. not digits. I learned that today. So, <laughs> or I mean, you... Instagram's cool. Instagram's cool. Instagram's cool too. So, what you can do is go to at Bank Bro Show on Instagram and then find my man. And it's all one stop shop. Look at that. You get your love and your sports on the same fucking app. Wow. Woo. Wow. What value. What but incredible value. value. One-stop shop. One-stop shop. We like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. That's another one in the books. We will catch you next week. Same time, same channel. Make sure you stay tuned because bank bros are in your city, as we always like to say. And what we also like to say is that we're here for you. And you can what, Ryan? You can bank on that. Oh, you can bank on it. One, two, three. <laughs>